The day after Yom Kippur, my husband and I went downtown to see the musical Six at the Royal Alex. It was an upbeat show about the six wives of Henry VIII. Divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. These women, they have a contest about who had the most tsuris while married to the king. At the end, they decide to ignore history and they create herstory with alternate plot lines. Now, it could be because I saw six this week that I have been internally raising my feminist flag. And as I started preparing for Sukkot and Shemini Atzeret and Simchas Torah, I remembered something that had been deeply bothering me for a while. If you turn to page 218 in your Sidur, you will find Tfilat Geshem, which is the supplementary Musaf prayers that we'll recite next week on Shmini Atzeret, which will be on Shabbat of next week. It was composed about 1,500 years ago. And we recite Geshem on Shmini Atzeret as it hopefully marks the start of the rainy season in Israel. From that moment on, we will begin to include Mashiv Haruach Umorid HaGeshem into our Amidah. Insert your favorite joke now about how much longer Minyanim will be from now until Pesach. If you look at page 218, you'll notice that when we reach out to God, as Eloheinu Velohei Avotenu, our God and God of our ancestors, and we ask God to remember a number of main characters in our central story. We ask God to remember Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Aaron, and Israel's tribes. We pray to God on behalf of all of these people's sake to grant us the gift of water and not withhold water in the rainy season and then the ark will be closed. Except we don't ask God for all of these people's sake to grant us rain. We ask God for the sake of these historical biblical men to grant us rain. They are all men. And this has always bothered me. And it's not new information that women are treated like chattel and objects in the Torah and rarely are given any agency. But Miriam is synonymous with water. How is she not on that list? It's the women who are commanded to go to the flowing mikvah waters every single month for ritual purification and for nida. So where are the women? The conservative movement's Sidur Lev Shalem, which was published in 2016. I used it in the congregation that I served in New York, and it includes an alternate version of Geshem with matriarchs. It includes the barons, B-A-R-R-E-N, the barren women like Sarah, Rebecca, and Rachel, and it includes Miriam, who is described as a prophet, 
who watched over her brother by standing at the edge of the water. And I remember informing my ritual committee that this alternate version exists for a reason and it would represent our pluralistic values to use it. So we did. The easiest ritual vote in history. It was unanimous, there was no discussion. The Sidur Sim Shalom that we use, while it has a B page for the Amida, it doesn't have a B page for Geshem. So each year, when we've arrived at Geshem on Shmini Atzeret, I've either been internally cynical, or I've just silently added women's names to the list. Last week, when I flipped through the new book, Shma Kolech, the High Holiday Collection, published by Jofa, the Jewish Orthodox Feminist Alliance, I found an article precisely on what had bothered me, this exclusion of women in the Geshem prayer. In an article called A New Prayer for Rain, Ronit Friedman and Odeni Shear write that they wanted to write, R-I-G-H-T, slash write, W-R-I-T-E, the wrong of the omission of women's voices in public ritual. And in deciding in which women to use, to add to Geshem, they concluded that the women needed to meet four criteria. Number one, the woman's relationship with water needed to be significant enough that in her merit, we can pray for and expect rain. Number two, the woman's actions had to create a plot shift in the narrative. There needed to be a clear before and after. Three, the woman needed to be important enough that she actually has a name, not known as wife as, like Noah's wife, who you would think would be involved in water since she was on a flood, but she's nameless in the Torah. And number four, the woman must appear in our Tanakh, therefore central to the story of the Jewish people. And the women that they chose were Hagar, Rivka, Miriam, and Batsheva. So what's Hagar's connection to water? In Genesis 16, when Sarah complains about her infertility and her maid slash her husband's concubine becomes pregnant, Hagar runs away in response to Sarah's cruelty. A reason that the authors chose Hagar is because we read in Breshit, chapter 16, An angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the road to Shur. And the spot where it happened is renamed Be'er Lachai Ro'i. There was a clear before and after. Immediately after, Hagar bore Ishmael, and we are still experiencing the aftermath of that. On Hagar's merit, it feels appropriate to pray to God for rain. In chapter 24 of Breshit, Rivka, or Rebecca, is introduced to us. 
We first encounter Rebecca carrying her water jug on her shoulder. We read that she's beautiful. We also read that she bends down to a spring and she fills her jug with water. She acts selflessly and she draws water so that the people and the camels around her can hydrate. And one of the people that she offers a drink to is Abraham's servant who was out looking for a wife for Isaac. And when Isaac finally meets Rebecca, we read, that Isaac loved her and found comfort after his mother's death. Now we know Rebecca's name. It is enduring. How many of you in this room know a Rebecca or a Rivka? People are putting up hands, right? She became a matriarch. Her relationship with water was paramount to her identity. She was literally in the well business. And so on Rebecca's merit, it feels appropriate to pray to God for rain. As for Miriam, we read in the beginning of chapter 20 in Bimibar in Numbers that the Israelites arrived in a body at the wilderness of Zin on the first new month and the people stayed at Kadesh. Miriam died there and was buried there. And the community was without water and they joined against Moses and Aaron. The medieval commentator from Spain, Rabbeinu Bachia writes, the community was without water. When Miriam died, he writes, the well disappeared because the well was due to the merit of Miriam who merited the water through watching over Moses at the Nile, as it is written, and his sister was stationed at a distance. Miriam fits the criteria. Without Miriam, there would be no Moses and no leader of the women in the wilderness. Water is essential to Miriam as she watches her brother in the Nile. And as so many of the commentators agree, it was Miriam who kept the entire B'nai Israel hydrated. So on Miriam's merit, it also feels appropriate to pray to God for water and for rain. And finally, Bathsheba. In the book of 2 Samuel chapter 11, we read about that stud, King David, that late one afternoon, David rose from his couch and he strolled on the roof of the royal palace. And from his roof, he saw on another roof, a woman bathing and not sunbathing. The woman was very beautiful. If you need an image, picture a rooftop deck with a naked woman in a gorgeous copper tub. And then we read that David sent messengers to fetch her. She came to him and he lay with her. And the next words are, he mit kadeshet mitumata, which means she was free for him because she had just been to the mikvah. So Bathsheba has two major water references in two verses. 
First, she was lounging and in the bathtub, and then she went to mikvah. And it should be noted that she got pregnant from King David, and then she became the mother of kings, of royalty. On Bathsheba's merit, it seems appropriate to pray to God for rain. Hagar, Rivka, Miriam, Bathsheba. Next week on Shabbat, when we're back here, probably in this room for Shmini Atzeret, and it's time for the repetition of the Amidah, and Geshem is recited on page 218. I'm just asking you to remember the women. God, for their sake, do not withhold water. God, for their sake, grant us the gift of water. Also, between now and then, if you happen to have a sukkah, invite them to your Sukkot as Ushpizot. And if they look a little thirsty, maybe offer them a glass of water. Chag Sameach.